Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Welcome, everybody, to episode number three of the Fighting Irish Daily Blitz. I'm your host, Rob Fitoff. Also known as RPT, you can find me at Twitter, at PFitoff. Again, that's at P is in Paul, T is in Tom, H-I-T is in Tom again, O-F-F, Frank Frank. Again, for any Notre Dame athletic updates, just go to my Twitter account and I'll have everything out there as it comes in. I'll try to get it out there as soon as possible. Again, any athletic update, there's no commentary there. It's just strictly the facts. So I had played another show again, but with recruiting being so hot lately, I thought, let me just finish up with recruiting. We may have updates here and there as these weeks go by before the first game against Ohio State on Labor Day weekend. However, I wanted to do maybe one or two shows over the weekend, but it would have been one show and one recruit and then another recruit. I thought just to kill two birds with one stone, let's do everything with these three recruits that were Notre Dame targets, but other schools were after them as well. Let's just do one show, kill two birds with one stone, and uh, pretty much talk about each recruit uh, for this show here. So let's get to it. So on Friday, as I look to my other screen here, again, i got to go back and forth. So right here on Friday, July the 1st, Micah Bell, he's a cornerback, four-star corner out of Houston, Texas, Kincaid High School, 5'11", 170, the number 55th player overall in the country, number eight cornerback nationally. And in the state of Texas, which is heavy into football, especially high school football, he's the number one, number 12 recruit in Texas. He had offers from Texas, Tennessee, Arkansas, Duke, Florida, LSU, Michigan, and Oregon. Guess who he chose? Our Irish, Notre Dame. He's headed to South Bend. Big time pickup right there. Again, Micah Bell, cornerback from Texas, is going to Notre Dame. And all these recruits I talk about today are 2023. Nothing with the 2024 class. This is all 2023. So I just wanted to point that out in case anyone uh, was wondering about that. So Micah Bell is Irish. Yesterday, which was Sunday. Again, happy Independence Day. Happy 4th of July, everybody. I'm talking to you on Monday, July the 4th. Remember on my podcast on Thursday, this was the one recruit. I'm interested in all the recruits, but this was the one I was really interested in because he was choosing between Ohio State and Georgia. However, I'm looking at my cheat sheet over here. Also Alabama, Cal, Colorado, Georgia Tech, LSU, Michigan State, Nebraska, Ole Miss, Oregon, Stanford, Tennessee, Texas, UCLA, and USC, the two newest members of the Big Ten as of 2024, I believe. That'll be a discussion for another uh, another podcast. I'm not getting into that right now. I know that possibly could affect Notre Dame joining the Big Ten at some point or joining another conference. That's that's a discussion for another day. However, this was the four-star wide receiver Rico Flores 
Flores, I'm sorry, from Folsom, California, four-star recruit, big-time wide receiver. Again, I was more concerned because Georgia and Ohio State were looking at him. Who did he choose, everybody? Our Irish, he's headed to South Bend. We're two for two so far over this holiday weekend. Rico Flores, wide receiver, as of yesterday, July the 3rd, he's headed to South Bend. So to finally, our, our final recruit for the weekend, I'm sorry, lost my train of thought there, was Christian Gray. Again, I talked about him on Thursday, not from the Christian Gray, Fifty Shades movies. Again, totally different subject. He had offers. He's from St. Louis, Missouri, out of, I know I'm pronouncing this wrong, I think it's called Desmet, D-E-S-M-E-T, Jesuit Catholic or Dismay High School out of St. Louis. Six foot, 175 pound corner, another corner that we were looking at. He had offers from USC, LSU, Kentucky, Alabama. Where's he going, everybody? He's headed to South Bend too. Three for three over this holiday weekend. So great news for Notre Dame. Christian Gray, four-star cornerback out of St. Louis is going, he's joining Micah Bell, who signed another cornerback, who signed for Notre Dame on Friday. So we got two corners and a big time wide receiver. So three for three over the holiday weekend. But again, not to be negative here, but I'm just going to tell you the facts. 2023 class is looking really good right now. However, still not a big time quarterback. Dante Moore is not going to come to Notre Dame unless I'm 99.9% sure he's not coming. I think he's coming to Oregon. If we can't get a big time recruit, Let's just say if we stay number one in this recruiting class and still don't get a five-star or high four-star quarterback, I want to consider this a disappointment because we're not getting that quarterback. In my opinion, you need a big-time quarterback or to develop a big-time quarterback to win a national title. So having said that, let's just go into the, as I mentioned before, these 2023, these are all 2023 recruits I'm talking about, 2024 class. No updates as of this moment. However, if I look at rivals right now, I just want to give you the rankings for 2024. We're still number one for the 2024 class. Notre Dame is one. Florida State is two. SC, USC, that is Southern California, is three. Texas, four. Iowa is five. Ohio State is just outside the top five at six. And that's for rivals. If we look at the 2023 class, I want to give you both rivals and 24-7 sports. So for rivals in 2023, which is what we discussed during this podcast, Notre Dame is one, Ohio State is two, Texas is three, Clemson is four, Baylor is five. Again, that's rivals. If I get a 2-4-7 sports, we are also number one. Notre Dame is one, Ohio State is two, Texas is three, Clemson is four, and it's kind of a flip here. Penn State is five. So for both 2023, 2024, we have the number one recruited football class in the nation. Great job, Coach Freeman and staff. 2024, we do have that five-star recruit in C.J. Carr. And whether he reclassifies and comes in a year early, meaning 2023, that's to be determined. But again, my biggest concern, we do not have a five-star or high four-star quarterback in the 2023 class because we're not getting Dante Moore out of Martin Luther King Jr. High School in Detroit. He was heavy into Notre Dame. I don't know what happened. We'll probably hear more about that when he finally signs with either Oregon or whoever, but that's a discussion for a later date. So again, 
this podcast is pretty much on recruiting again. I want to get back into more, you know, more, more discussion parts in, in my next podcast opinions, um, just, you know, regular um, unrelated to football type topics, because that's going to be more of my bread and butter. As we get into the season, I'll probably just have two shows. One will be a show on the Saturday's game, just to give my commentary, my analysis on that. And then the next one will be a preview of the upcoming Saturday game. But for now, unless there's any other recruiting updates, I'm going to try to be non-football related, but I'll probably still have some football related stuff. And of course, uh, an obscure movie. Uh, I'll try to bring that back as well. Like I said, I had about two or three in line. But for the next podcast, just to give you a preview, I'd mentioned it in my last podcast, more or less like when a Notre Dame athlete graduates or leaves early and then comes back to graduate, whatever, at least for the pros, do you still like them? Is there something that they did that you don't like? I want to focus on, and I'm dating myself here, the Pistons of the late 80s and early 90s. They were called the bad boys. You had Isaiah Thomas, Dennis Rodman, James Edwards, Bill Lambeer, Rick Mahorn, you name it. And actually, the one I want to talk about is Bill Lambeer, who's a Notre Dame graduate. And also Adrian Dantley was on that team as well. Two Notre Dame graduates, great players in the NBA. Lambeer wasn't that great at Notre Dame. I mean, that was before my time. But just looking up his stats, he wasn't anything special. But Dantley was big time both at Notre Dame and with the Pistons. But I kind of just want to get in. You know, Lambeer is very much hated. And before, I was a big bandwagon fan in the NBA. I started out as a Sixer fan, Celtics, and then I got into the Pistons. I really didn't think of Lambeer as like a, a Notre Dame guy, but I started to warm up to him a little bit. I I pretty much kind of want to focus on both Lambeer and Dantley because to me, Dantley got the raw side of the deal because before they won the title in 89, he was traded to the Mavericks and the Pistons got Mark Aguirre, who was big time buddies with Isaiah Thomas. They both grew up in the Chicago area and Isaiah went to IU and then he went to the Pistons. And I think just because they were buddies, I'll get into it more later in my podcast. It's like, let's get rid of Dantley and let's bring in a wire. I always felt bad for Dantley on that. I want to get more into that type of a, you know, commentary, as well as with Bill Lambeer. It's like, is he still hated by a lot of people? Is he, people warmed up to him? But again, that's for next podcast, just to give you a preview. But anyway, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Again, big time recruiting this past week. But as always, go Irish. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free.
That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.